Hello everybody. Thank you for joining us today, which is Ascension Day. And Ascension Day, like Christmas, celebrates a very important event that took place. Just before his crucifixion, Jesus is preparing his disciples for what is about to take place in their lives. He's preparing them for the persecution that they're going to face because they are his followers. In John chapter 16, verses 1 to 4, we read these words. All this I've told you so that you will not go astray. They will put you out of the synagogues. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. Remember with the Apostle Paul as he was persecuting the church, he felt he was serving the Lord in doing that. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I've told you this so that when the time comes, you will remember that I warned you. I did not tell you this at first because I was with you. And Jesus is alerting his disciples to the fact that they're going to face intense persecution because they were his followers. But he's also preparing them for his ascension, for the fact that he would no longer be with them as he had been with them in the past. In John chapter 16, verses 5 to 7, we read these words. Now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? Because I have said these things, you are filled with grief. But I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And we have to appreciate that for the disciples at that moment, this would have made no sense at all. Why would it be better for their friend and their rabbi and their teacher to go away? Why would it be better for the one person that they've left everything to follow to go away? Why would it be better for the person who'd done so many things for so many people to go away? You remember that, that Jesus raised the dead. You remember that Jesus cleansed and healed lepers. You remember uh, that Jesus had taught people about God. You remember that Jesus had fed the 5,000. You remember that Jesus had forgiven people for their sins. It surely it made more sense for him to stay around than to go away. And you know, for you and me, that's so easy to answer when we look back uh, 2,000 years later. But what Jesus was saying to the disciples was very significant for them and is still significant for us today. What Jesus meant when he said it would be better for him to go away, was that his task on earth was complete. You know, what was about to happen when he was crucified was the lowest moment for the disciples. And yet, at the same time, it was also the highlight of what Jesus came to do. His death and resurrection signified a very important moment in world history. Just think about it from that moment on. Everybody who called upon his name would be saved from their sin. From that moment on, the devil would be 
a defeated foe. From that moment on, the power that death had held over people would be broken. From that moment on, a new era begins for people like you and me, men and women, to know God. In John chapter 17 and verse 4, Jesus is praying to his Father. And he says, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. And what was that work? Well, Isaiah helps us to understand a little bit of that in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 10. It says it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, Jesus was going to lay down his life as a guilt offering, which was the will of God for him. He will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. Jesus was going away because his work on earth was complete. What Jesus meant when he said it would be it was better for him to go away was that a, another very significant event was about to take place. And that was the era of the Spirit was about to begin. In John chapter 16. And verse 7, Jesus says to his disciples, But I tell you the truth, it's for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And you know, the disciples at that moment would not have appreciated the significance of what he was saying until Pentecost took place with the outpouring of the Spirit. In fact, we remember that Jesus had to instruct his disciples to remain in Jerusalem until the outpouring of the Holy Spirit had taken place. In Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, the Bible tells us on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command Do not leave Jerusalem. But wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. It was an important event for them then, as it is an important event for us today. You know, it's wonderful when Christians still appreciate the significance of the outpouring of the Spirit, like many others. The, the outpouring of the Spirit in my life remains a very significant event in my own spiritual journey. But the going away of Jesus also signified that the work of Jesus would continue through his followers. In John chapter 14, verse 12 to 13, Jesus says to his disciples, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me, will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You know, one of the first thoughts in, in the minds of the disciples uh, after the crucifixion would have been, it's all over, it's all finished. When in fact... It was only the beginning of what was about to take place. You see, we discover as we read through the book of Acts that the dead would still be raised. The blind would still receive their sight. 
The lame would still walk. The demon possessed would still be set free. The word of God would still be preached in power. And people who believed in Jesus would still be saved. In fact, one of the first things we discover after the Holy Spirit is poured out at Pentecost is one of those greater things that Jesus is talking about. You remember after the outpouring of the Spirit, uh, Peter begins to explain and teach people what this, this unusual event was as he quotes from the prophet Joel. And as he's preaching to them, listen to what happens in Acts chapter 2, verses 37 to 39. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And then in verse 40, 41 of Acts chapter 2, those who accepted his message were baptized. And about 3,000 people were added to their number that day. You see, what Jesus himself had been doing is now multiplied over and over again through his followers who have been filled with the Holy Spirit and go in the name of Jesus and are making disciples of the nations. Another reason it was good for, for Jesus to go away is that it signaled the beginning of the New Testament church. You know, after that moment, when, when the, that moment when the disciples first realized that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus announces that he will build his church. And you know, once again, the disciples could not have fully understood the significance of what he was saying. In Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 and 19, I tell you that you are Peter on, and on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You know, the church has been persecuted. It has been rejected. And it has been divided. But it continues to grow because Jesus is building his church. You know, while the church may not get everything right, Jesus loves his church. Jesus is using his church. Jesus is building his church. And Jesus will be glorified through his church. The last reason it was good for Jesus to go away is it signaled that the high priestly ministry of Jesus was about to begin. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 and verse 34, asks a question, who is he that condemns? And then he goes on to answer that question, Christ Jesus who died, more than that who was raised to life, and listen to this, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Isn't it wonderful when, when somebody says that they're going to pray for you? Isn't it a real blessing and an encouragement when, when people phone you or contact you or tell you that they're going to pray for you? How much more encouraging is it to know that Jesus is praying for us? 
Because we know that the prayers of Jesus are always answered. We, we, we also know that his promise to pray for us is always honored. Jesus is not one of those people who makes a promise, I'll pray for you, and then forgets about you a week later. His promise is honored. And his voice is never overlooked in heaven. There's one voice that's never overlooked in heaven. It's the voice of Jesus as he prays. And that's why Christians have been able to persevere. That's why, why Christians have been strengthened by the Lord over the years. Because they have somebody who's praying for them. That's why Christians have received grace and mercy in their times of need. You see, we do not only have a Savior who has died for us. We have a high priest who prays for us. And so won't you pray with me as we ask God's blessing? That the Holy Spirit will continue to remind us of the significance of the day of Pentecost in your life, in my life, and in our lives. Father, I, I really want to thank you for today, for that very significant moment when Jesus said to his disciples, It is good for me to go away. Because if I go, the counselor will come because I will send him to you. And Father, I just thank you that you have poured out your spirit in these days. That you've entrusted to your church the mission of Jesus. And Father, I just pray, may each one of us as your people, as we are listening to this message, have listened to this message. And, and as we are praying right now, may we be encouraged May we be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. May we have grace that is sufficient for us during the season. And Lord, may we be used of you to declare your name, to pray and minister to people as Jesus did, so that the world will know that Jesus is Lord. And I pray that in his wonderful name. Amen.